in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbossitdown.com. Please hit subscribe on your podcast player. We'd also love if you gave us a review. Now let's get back to building Ted. I mean Laverne and Shirley. No, seriously, it's R&D and with me, that's three. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 509 of the Ron and Don Show. We do this every Friday, and we're just going to take a couple minutes, do one segment, and we're going to talk about real estate. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, don't forget, you can write uh, write us at ronanddonsitdown.com if you'd like to do a sit-down with us. Ron, it takes about 30, 40 minutes, right? Yeah, and whether you're just trying to get into the real estate game, you want to buy a second property, uh, we are there to do it for you. Also, a lot of listings. We've had, uh, for whatever reason so far in 2023, a lot of uh, families that have contacted us because a life event has happened in their family and they need to make a change in real estate. And so regardless of the timing or what you think is going on in the market, this is their time because they have to do it. Uh, reach out to us, ronadonsitdown.com. We'd love to meet with you. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, thanks for reaching out. I was reading an article the other day and they said, hey, when it comes to real estate in this country, is the market starting to thaw? Ron Upshaw is going to tell you, well, it depends. So let's talk about our micro market, though, here in Seattle, the east side of north down south. As we look at the market thawing here of February 2023, Ron, what do you see uh, happening on Main Street right now in, in real estate? Uh, it's interesting when you look at some of the what, – what do indicators do people look at, economists and people that write these articles? What are they looking at when they use – the term is the market thawing. There's a, there's a couple things they look at, which I find really interesting. One is mortgage application volume. And so what does that tell us? Uh, in the past, let's say six months or so, uh, or the past couple of years, you would have a certain amount of mortgages that were applied for, a certain amount of refis that were applied for. And we can track those because a lot of these loans are tied to government programs. So these, these stats are public information. And so what we found is interest rates were very low. You had a very high volume of applications. And so they would be going up and up and up. And we saw that correlate with price increases, right? So it's like, uh, month over month, you're seeing more and more people apply for loans, more and more people apply for refinancing to lower their interest rate. And correlating with that was a rise in an increase in home prices. And then as the Fed stepped in and basically doubled interest rates, what happened to the volume? It fell from the sky like a Chinese balloon. And so you have very low volumes now. And it was like, it almost dried up completely. Like there's a lot of mortgage companies that were getting zero applications uh, because there's no demand for that. And so now what are we seeing? And we and I talked about this on the, on the podcast, the new interest rates, people took time to digest that to kind of go, okay, I guess I'm not getting 2.875 like my friend down the street. Right. Like that's never, that's not coming back anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So now you go, okay, what is a good interest rate now? Right. And so as, as we've seen that uh, digested, we've also seen a new calendar year, which psychologically flips, the, the odometer flips over in people's brains. 
and we're sort of coming out of the deepest parts of winter and we're starting to get excited about spring, all of those factors you're seeing uh, the mortgage applications go up. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? People are getting ready to buy. Yep. That is an indicator that I'm getting everything in order. I'm getting my ducks in a row, as my mom and dad would say. So I'm, I want to make sure that I know what I can afford with these new interest rates. So that trend we're seeing, not seeing a ton of refis any, because the interest rates are still higher, but we're seeing new applications. So new applications are in the pipeline. People are loading up, getting ready to buy. What's the other indicator to look at? What is available inventory? And so inventory had in our market had been historically low. Then it sort of stalled and stuff was staying on the market longer. Price drops. People, again, digesting the fact I'm not going to get a bidding war on my house like the people did six months ago. They have to have some real hard look in the mirror moments. And so inventory kind of stalled. Uh, stuff was staying on the market longer. Price reductions were happening. Uh, interest rates were high. People with a lot more expired listings, canceled listings. Now we're starting to see more listings come on. So this is supply and demand in action. You're seeing a higher people loading up to buy. Spring is coming and more listings are starting to emerge. Mm -hmm. And so those three things to me are all indicators of a thaw. Yeah. So as you look at the spring, if you're thinking about buying, what, what would you say to a buyer right now? Is 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 we're heading into is we're heading into spring of it's, 2023? If you can buy right now, this is the best time to buy. Yeah, uh, because you are still we're still in the loading up phase. Yeah, and so I, I think that you could still get something. It, it's interesting. It's it's a lot like the stock market. Uh, by the time the, a retail investor on the street is like, oh man, Amazon's really hopping. They jump in and buy it right at the peak. And then all the people have been waiting for that, do a massive sell-off to take their profits. And they're like, dude, every time I, I get a stock tip, I always end up losing money. Yeah, because you're right at the end. Like you're yeah. looking at the wrong indicator. And so if, if you wait and go, ah, I'm going to wait till spring, guys. I'm going to wait till April. Like I, I'm still a little nervous right now. This seems still a little shaky. If you wait till April and May, uh, it's gonna this market's gonna be heating up again. We're gonna start to see more pressure and more multiple offers. Yeah, and talk to us a little bit about Zillow numbers, Redfin numbers. Uh, how old are those numbers? Because it seems like people get married to that number. And now that we've been in this market for a little while, that'll be reflected in the Zillow and the Redfin number that people are looking at. Look look for some kind of correction there, which when it comes to pricing, we'll always ask people, have you looked at your Redfin or Zillow number? They always have. And a lot of people get married to it and they don't tell you that they're bringing a bride to the table or to the altar called Zillow or Redfin. They, they, they psychologically get married to that number, don't they? Yeah, those numbers, and those algorithms are are backwards facing numbers. You are looking historically in the rearview mirror, yeah. it, and it is important. Like it's important to know that because it gives you a context as to what's happening in the market. But it's not a forward facing metric. So that's what those two things I just told you are: uh, mortgage applications, inventory. Uh, those things are forward facing. Uh, so yeah, as time goes on, you will see. Like my, I have. Um, it's funny because Redfin never really says this to you, but like I get a Redfin stuff on my properties and they are lower than they were because I pay attention. But if sure. you didn't, if you weren't paying attention, the way they're formatted, you'd be like, Oh, I'm in good shape. Well, that's my number. But it's like, no, that's $80,000 less than it was six months ago. Yeah. But again, it's unrealized gain. Like unless I sell the house, it doesn't matter, but it just gives me a context. Yeah. 
And, and hopefully your real estate is like your life. It always kind of goes up and down, but hopefully you're moving forward and hopefully it's getting better. And with real estate, yeah, the value is always going up and down, but you hope ultimately that it's going up, right? The long-term trend is up. Yeah, over time. So you could say, well, real estate went down this year, but over the course of the past two and a half years, the real estate that I bought has gone up 26%. So that is a pretty good metric to look at. And that's what we want you to think about. We, we, we have a client we've worked with, and I'm not going to say their, the, the person's name, but like I told them this information last fall. We've been looking, they gotten beaten out with multiple offers several times. And I told them, this is the time to buy right now. And they got spooked by all the stuff that everybody gets spooked by. I bet you they're going to come back in the spring and want to buy because things have settled down and they're not going to be able to buy again. That's right. And so I told them, I literally picked up the phone, called them, sent them an email. I said, now is the time, but I cannot make them do that. And they're going to try to jump back in when everyone else is jumping back in and they're going to get beat out again. And I feel bad for them. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to episode 508. I'm sorry, 509, a special real estate Friday edition of the Ron and Don show. Hey, if you want to sit down with us or you know someone that might, it is a referral business, you guys. And we really appreciate all the referrals that our friends, our family, and everyone in the Ron and Don nation uh, has shared with us. A lot of you have gone out. Your parents, for instance, maybe they're selling their home. Maybe one has passed, doing a state sale, 1031 exchange. Uh, downsizing. We're doing a lot of that type of stuff right now. And then also we just did a big seminar with a bunch of new buyers and new investors. So we're excited about that too. We are a regional business. So if you're within the sound of our voice, we are not just working in one neighborhood with the largest social media following of anyone, the largest podcast of any realtor in Western Washington or Washington state. Yeah. We're not afraid to use that leverage to help you buy, sell, or invest. How can they sit down with us today? Yeah, just uh, email me, ron at ronanddon.com, and we'll set up a time. Yeah. All right. And everything is at ronanddonsitdown.com. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time for episode 510. Can you believe it? Heck yeah. Happy Friday, you guys. You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. I'm live on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network.